What's up, what's up, Highness Queens? We are back with another episode of Bluntly Black Girls. And this week, I brought my girl, Coach Nettie, and we talk about starting businesses. I don't know how many budding entrepreneurs or side hustlers, work at homers, or whatever you want to do to have your own fulfilled work life. If that includes starting your own business, we give you some, what I think are very good tips on starting that business, what you should know. And Coach Nettie is also a really great resource um, if you wanted to reach out to her for additional help. Both of us are really passionate about helping um, other people, especially other black women, especially Highness Queens, uh, fulfill their goals and their passions and their destinies. And So this conversation felt super inspiring to me, even just hearing it back. And it just made me want to go to the next level and level up in my business. So I hope it does the same for y'all. We also talk about staying grounded and staying focused. We talk about pivoting when you need to. Of course, we talk about trees. And it was just, we, we had a lot of fun and we talked about a lot of shit. Okay, so let's get into this episode. Good, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm so excited to finally get to meet you. I've been watching your uh videos and reels and all stuff, and I'm like, I feel like she's like my best friend in my head or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> so I am super excited to have you on and have you come smoke with me today. Thank you for joining. Yes, ma'am. I'm ready to smoke. <laughs> Yes, always, right? I know, right? <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go ahead and just get jump right into it. Let me introduce who came to smoke with me today. It's my girl, Highness Queen Antoinette, aka Coach Nettie. Um, and you are in Dallas, is that right? Yes, I am in Dallas. Yes, so I don't. And I said, no, no, I've had somebody else from Texas, um, but I don't know if they were in Dallas. And, you know, Texas is a little big, so they could probably be on, like, the whole opposite other end. But I think I've only had one other person from Texas come on. Um, So before we get started, tell me about the cannabis landscape in Texas. Like, actually, you know what? I think... I think we should have you introduce yourself first. I'm sorry. I'm just being okay. rude over here, just jumping into shit, you know. Uh, um, so before we get into all of the cannabis talk, how about we say, like, uh, who are you? And let you introduce yourself and tell us about your relationship with cannabis. Okay. So I am Antoinette. Um, they call me Coach Nettie. Um, and I am in Dallas, but I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, so I'm still like learning my way around down here too. It's, it's, it's just way too big down here. (laughs) Um, and let's see my relationship with cannabis. Um, I really, really didn't like become like, um, uh, I kind of fell in love with it like later in life. Um, I was like 26 when I really started kind of like constantly smoking and everything were making it a part of my everyday life. Um, before then I didn't smoke as much. I mean, we hit a blunt here or there or something, 
But where I was like, you know what, me and marijuana is going to be like this. I was 26 years old. Um, so it's been about, what, about four? Uh, okay. About seven. Uh, no. About six years now. I forgot how old I was. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do it all the time. Somebody just asked me the other day. They're like, how old are you? I was like 34. I know, right? 33. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. I really be forgetting sometimes. It's And it's not the cannabis that does it. It's the age. <laughs> right. <laughs> We are actually, like, older now. Like, my brain don't work the same way. Which, no, you know, I, I think it's a good thing. Uh, so I'm not mad about it. No, you shouldn't be. <laughs> um, but that's dope. I love hearing, like, origin stories of people's relationship with cannabis. Because uh-huh. it's just always so different. Like, yeah. everywhere, everybody has a different... Um, a different background and how they they started smoking um i've been smoking since i was probably like 15 but like real serious probably like 24 ish 25 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the first but, time uh, i did 14 but like i said after that i was like no nah, i'm not gonna keep doing <laughs> but later on in life well i was when i was in high school i didn't have no money so I could only smoke when other people smoked me out. Exactly. <laughs> now, luckily, I had a really close friend that I went to school with and her sister sold trees. And so we would just go to her house every day after school and get high as fuck and then um, go home. Okay. <laughs> so, so luckily, I made friends with the right. No, for real. <laughs> the right person. Yeah. But then once we like split off after high school, like we're so cool now, but we like we're like Facebook friends now. Yeah, uh, understood. Understood. Yeah, but like once we split off, I was like, well, shit, y'all want me to actually pay for weed? Oh, I don't know about this. I, I don't know about this. No, for real. Yeah, I'm looking at like as far as like how it goes with the different strands and stuff like that. Um. Don't quote me with for knowing prices and stuff like that. I just know when I when I know it's a good smoke, I'm going with that. Like it doesn't matter if it's like the THC level is so high. I'm not off into that. You know, it's cool to know, but a good smoking strain, that's all I need. Okay. I don't need to be now, extra I, high where I can't feel myself. I wanna know all the information. Like yeah. I, I, but see, I feel like that didn't start until I started this podcast. Yeah, because like I'm one of those people who I love to learn. I love to Google things, and so mm-hmm. anything that I take interest in, I'm going straight to Google and like trying to figure out everything I possibly can. And so mm-hmm. once I did that, I was like, okay, so what's this? What's that? What's this? What's this no, gonna do? What's that gonna do? And let me tell you, I feel you because I sometimes you just want to be like, I just want to be high. Like, what the fuck? I don't care. Give me high. No, really? <laughs> yes. So I fully get it, but I'm telling you. Sometimes, especially for me, because I, most of the time, I smoke to focus. Like, I have a hard time sitting still or hard time, like, focusing in for long periods of time. So, I'll smoke to, like, zone in. But, so, for me, I had to make sure that I was smoking the right things. Otherwise, you know, I was smoking indica in the middle in the morning and, like, what the shit get done? 
<laughs> exactly. And see, that was my thing. And I believe this that's also a reason why it took me so long to really start like making it a part of my everyday life because I was introduced to Indica first and I was like, I can't operate off Indica on a, you know, going to work. I used to ask people like, how do you guys smoke and then come to work? Like, I don't understand mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. I was like, how can you guys focus? And then I, when I realized, okay, the sativa and the hybrid and I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. so I can smoke that. Yes. 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 Because, girls, so many plans were were not had because I smoked the wrong shit at the wrong time. No, no, for real. (laughs) I definitely understand that. On vacation, (laughs) if you want to get to do some stuff, don't smoke no indica. Mm -mm. If you're going on vacation, Mm -mm. just smoke your little sativa. Smoke your indica at the end of the night. Okay? So Mm -hmm. you get knocked out. Right, because otherwise, them excursions you pay money for, or you wanted you that shopping you wanted to do, you ain't gonna do a damn thing. Now, maybe if you just want to sit out on the beach or something, then okay. But if you want to get up and go, no. at least well, but see, that's the thing. It depends on who your 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 body. Because I have a friend who is the exact opposite of me. She is like super hyper all the fucking time, mm-hmm. and so she smokes indica all day long. Because it calms her ass down. Okay, okay. And I'm like, I so I never, it's, it's funny because like, we'll be working or whatever. She's like, oh, you want to hear my pen? Nah, girl, I'm going to die. Ain't shit else getting done. So I'm going <laughs> to stay over here with mine. No, for real. <laughs> We're so good. I definitely, I definitely, Hit me I guess, after hours. <laughs> yeah, that part, that part. At the end of the day, when I got nothing else for <laughs> Yes. Yes. So um, you said you're from St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been in Texas? I've been down here since twenty twenty one, actually. So right before they had that uh good old snowstorm that they didn't have in about thirty years, I brought it down <laughs> with me from St. Louis <laughs> and brought them a little surprise. So yeah, so I came in like that weekend right before they got that big storm, and I was like, "What? Like I could have stayed in St. Louis for this, <laughs> but no." Right. I thought it's, I moved away from this. No, really. Like, literally, me moving away from St. Louis, I'm driving through like ice and snow and stuff to get out, and I'm coming into Texas. But the crazy thing is, the day like I came into Texas, there was no ice or anything. But I did hear about like this, um, crazy like highway pile up, and I'm like, what? Well, what happened? Because there's nothing here on the um, highway. But you yeah, brought I, it with you. I brought it with me. I did. And then they Texas were, didn't know what to do with it. They did never snowed in for like a week. I'm like all outside in the snow with my daughter and stuff. It was crazy though, but <laughs> it has been a blessing. Like being down here is totally different. I just believe that when you're at, I don't know, when you're in an um, environment that you've just kind of been in all your life, if you really want to kind of like give you that boost or like kind of switch lanes or focus or something moving out of town will help you do that one you don't know anybody you know maybe the people that come with you and that's Mm -hmm. it but it definitely gives you a chance to kind of stay focused on like your goals and everything so i love it Mm -hmm. though i love to i love i I, (laughs) yeah i live in the city that i grew up in but Mm -hmm. i always said that the one thing like you know well there's plenty of things that I would do differently mm-hmm. um, if I could go back. But one of the main things that I would do differently would be to go to a college outside of California okay. because I think I think that experience or even have moved outside of California at some point in my life 
don't get me wrong now i love where i live i have no plans of moving mm -hmm. but like maybe within the bay area but i love where i live but i wish in my younger years i would have explored a little bit more and got a different viewpoint of the world and that's not to say that i won't move out of california you know one day right. because you can get that view different viewpoint at any age yeah even uh, just an experience but right exactly but it is something that i i think is uh a good helping point in and helping you grow and experience different things and really figure out who you are especially in those your younger years in your 20s if you can move out of state in your 20s do it because that's when you finding yourself that's when you doing uh -huh. all the things that are trying to shape who you are and uh -huh. then that's a good way to do that yeah absolutely all that to say i agree with you <laughs> no for real oh california is beautiful though. i just visited up there uh the beginning of this month honestly it is beautiful i went to la i don't know where y'all son yeah, was at. i'm about to go down there next week i don't know where you, you guys son was at. like why was the temperature 67 degrees i don't understand it, you know it has been the weirdest weather and i'm very hesitant to say that because i feel I don't like heat, <laughs> so I feel like if I keep saying that the weather has been weird, it's going to all of a sudden, like, turn into fire season, and I'm going to be like, see, I was missing them days where it was 65 and overcast. Okay. <laughs> After all the technical issues in the world, <laughs> we, have, we are back. We are back. Okay, so they, they couldn't stop it. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, no, no. And I very much, again, appreciate you hanging in there with me through the technical issues. Of course. There's as, a type of you need around you. Yes. As a businesswoman, I know you know that when something seems to not be going wrong, there's something going wrong. <laughs> and, you know, you just got to fix it. That's so, it. Here we are. Back up where you left off. Yes. So I think where we left off is actually one of my favorite moments. Well, I don't know. I got a few favorite moments in every episode, but one of my <laughs> favorite moments, um, and that is the temp check. I love checking in with yeah. my fellow highness queens and seeing how your week has been, how your day has been, how your mental is doing, and just giving you room to kind of get that out. Okay. Well, let's just be honest. Right here at this moment, I am high <laughs> as ever. <laughs> but listen, this is one of my best states, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, I am just grateful for life in itself. Um, I'm just, I thank God for understanding when things, like, just like how we just went through that, when things go wrong, listen, it's okay. We're going to get through it. We're going to come up out of it, and we're going to be even greater than what we went through. You know what I'm saying? And that's just where my head has been. Like, I'm just grateful for life. I'm appreciating those who I have around me, the people that love me just as much as I love them, um, people who are, you know, asking me to pour into them. You know, just being able to have that, you know, like somebody to call on you and you're able to be there for them, that's a blessing in itself, honestly. Like, mm -hmm. It's not always what you can get out of it. It's what I can give in a lot of situations. And I thank God for that. Um, I just been, that's just been my state of mind. That's just been 
or I met knowing that even when tough times do come, greater times are coming as well. Like <laughs> when the devil was working, God is working even harder. Like it's the bad, but it's the good too, mm-hmm. you know, and just staying in that state of mind that right there, it, it, it's been, it's like leveling me to where I need to be with my, my spirituality, um, staying grounded, um, not losing sight of what the, you know, the goals are, what the focus is and everything. And honestly, I'm at, I'm, I'm just happy you asked me that question. And then I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be me if I didn't ask you, how's yours been? Oh. How's your mental health been? Oh, well, thank you. Um, and first, <laughs> let me say, that's so beautiful. You know, it, it gets very hard sometimes, especially in the midst of those, you know, valleys to really remember that, Life's are life is peaks and valleys, and so while you may be in a valley right now, eventually you will be back at that peak. Like you said, the yeah. devil is working, but God is working harder. I love yeah. that. That is like, I may have to get that tattooed somewhere because okay. that is that That's is just boy. yeah. I really like that. Um, so yeah, I, I appreciate your transparency and your positive and encouraging vibe because I know I I be right there right there and I know now I'm gonna hear when I'm feeling that in that moment like fuck this is a valley that I just don't know what is gonna happen I'm gonna hear you in the back of my mind saying the devil is working but God is working harder so um, I appreciate that and I'm happy that you're in that space it's a good space to be in it's a little it's not it's like that in between, right? Because uh-huh. it's not the peak, but it's not the valley. Uh-huh. Or sometimes you may even be in the valley, but having that mindset, it, it's what starts lifting you out of that valley. That's where, there you, there you go, because it's that faith. Mm-hmm. It's that faith, man. Mm-hmm. Like, the same God back then, he's the same God now. Mm-hmm. Why would he come through again? Mm-hmm. He's merciful, man. He's merciful. No matter how low you get, man, he'll come grab you out of that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, for real, like, you're never too far away from it. So when you ask him for things, understand it's already done. Mm-hmm. It's already done. Your your victory has already been won. It's you got, it's, now you just got to get to it. Mm-hmm. Now you just got to get through and knowing that on that journey, obstacles must come obstacles must happen but it's about getting through and staying focused i i have a blessing with my name on it Mm -hmm. i don't know about y'all you know i don't know which but i know what he promised me Mm -hmm. and i know that i'm i'm a child of god one he is a king i'm born into royalty i am a queen Mm -hmm. that's my i have to take the heir of the throne do you not Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I believe. So therefore, what I want in life is going to align with what I need as well. He's going to help me put that together exactly. And that's the purpose I'll walk in as I'm getting to it. You must live like it. You must talk like it. You must act. You you got to know that you already won Mm -hmm. to win. You got to know like, okay, I just got to get through the game. But at the end, I won. Mm -hmm. I just got to get through. I just got to, there's some people that's going to be competitive against me and some are going to think they're my opponents, but we're all playing the same game. We're not opponents. We just got to get to the end. That's it. Mm -hmm. Everybody has their own following, their own life, their own journey. And so, therefore, I'm not in competition with anyone else. 
outside of myself. Therefore, the only person that can stop me from being where I need to be, going where I need to go, thinking how I need to think is me. Mm -hmm. I'm in control of that. And once I learn that, oh, it's go time. So then anything that comes against me, I'm just like, you know, I'm not too high, but you have to stay humble. You know, but you also got to know. I'm I'm humble because I never want to be back at an already face. I I don't want to keep going through the same things either in the same cycle. I need to learn this lesson for me to level up. So that's why sometimes we get in that realm of like the life is like a whirlwind, you know. And you just keep repeating. That's all. That's all. Washing yeah. cycle, just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Yeah. But once you once you realize like, hey, I can do better. I deserve better. Yeah. I just got to put in the work. Like it's like you said, like the victory already has my name on it. I just got to do the work to get there then that's uh-huh. when you level up and move to the next space. And it, it makes it um, maybe not easier uh, to deal with all the trials and tribulations, but um, right. knowing that they're not forever is the part that you like you keep in the front of your yeah. mind and it keeps you going. Exactly. I love that. Can the church say amen? Amen. Uh, amen. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Um, and to answer your question... Uh, my mental health is doing well, although there is a yapping ass dog outside my window. So, you know, that's <laughs> a little triggering um, on the mental, but it's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. We're going to smoke this weed. We're going to talk this shit. And it's going, I'm, I'm going to just tune his little ass out. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> but otherwise, I am doing really well this week. I got a lot of shit done. Um, every time I finish something or I do something, check something off my to-do list, I feel, um, a rush of adrenaline. And so, yeah, I've been trying to chase that feeling in the most positive way. Like, um, making sure that, cause I, I'd say this all the time. I am a naturally lazy person. Um, I embrace, I embrace my laziness. Yeah. Yes. Who wants to do so? Right. I am a naturally lazy person. So when I do shit, I am learning to really celebrate that and really sit in the feeling of like, even the small things like doing the dishes or like, or doing something. Right. I am very good about putting stuff off. Like again, even if it's like, Oh, go put that cup in the kitchen. Like I'll be like, Oh, I'll do it in the morning. And so, and it had been there two days now. Right. And so, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I'm not dirty. But we talk Listen. about... <laughs> yeah, I, we talking about like one cup. Okay, my water cup that I keep cup. next to my bed. Maybe up some water. Yeah. It might, be, look, it might be your water bottle. Yes, okay. So, don't get me wrong. Like, calm down. Right. Calm down. But I've started like um, making myself say no. Go do it right now. Like, you notice it right now, go do it right now. And honestly, those little things have been bringing me so much uh, joy and a feeling of accomplishment because I know before I would have, even if I told myself, go do it right now, I would have just went and laid down. And so, like, I guess maybe I'm seeing the progress within myself and that is a really good feeling and it keeps me wanting to do more. Now, I still have my days where I lay my ass in bed all day and don't talk to me, don't call me, don't even act like I exist. 
And I love those right. days. I enjoy them very but much. Listen, <laughs> listen, like, please, nobody ever has to say anything to me today. Like, no, I really be having those. And then I be trying to catch up with those who I haven't caught up with. And it gets hard. Like, it be like, but I deserve this moment. <laughs> right. I, in that in that sense, I am very selfish. When it when I finally find time to just do nothing and not feel guilty about it, um, I'm be, taking advantage. Right, I'm taking advantage, and like that's where I've like I've told myself I need to be a little bit more selfish with my time oh, because oh. I was draining oh. myself, and so that's where I was like, you know what? I know I haven't like I know I need to call this person or I should call this person, but one at the same time, the phone works two ways. And two, what is my body telling me right now? Like, is my body telling me that you need to just zone out and watch reality TV and eat snacks and munchies all day? If that's yes, <laughs> if that's what my body is saying to do, baby, we're gonna do it, and we're gonna have to okay. return that call or that text or that Instagram message another time because sometimes I just need to recharge. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's- I love all of that. Um, that felt really good. Thank you very much for asking me about my week as well. Now, normally we talk about what we're smoking, but what you said um, really almost like was the epitome of my high blessing. So I want to get into those real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my high blessing is I enjoy my life and I'm grateful for all of the blessings in it. And I feel like everything you just said <laughs> about your week and the just just you know being grateful for the trials and tribulations because you know that the success is at the end and just enjoying the life. Like I can be a uh, workaholic and like zone in on work so much to the point that I'm exhausted and nothing else is happening in my life but work. And I've made a conscious decision to enjoy life because work Uh is always going to be there. And, you know, you've seen that meme where um, if you were to die today, your job will have you replaced by the end of the week. Like, listen. So enjoy your life and enjoy all, like I very much am intentional about being grateful for as much as I possibly can because I feel like being grateful is and in and valuing the little things is how the big things like they stack up to the big things absolutely and it also makes it easier in those moments when shit's hitting the fucking fan to be uh-huh. like, you know what? I'm grateful for waking up this morning. At, I, at the at least at I'm the here. very okay. least. I'm grateful, you know, I I don't take for granted that not every person in the world can say this, but I'm grateful to have a roof over my head. I'm grateful yeah. to have a job to go to, even though they drive me batshit crazy. Yeah, like I'm grateful to have food in my refrigerator. I'm grateful that I can call my mom up and just talk to her. Like those type of things and listing those things in the midst of the storm, like forcing Uh myself to list those things in the midst of a storm changes Uh everything. 
because you and you know what you're doing, you're confusing the enemy. Oh, why is she rejoicing? <laughs> I didn't try everything. I didn't throw everything at this bitch. I just set off a raid in her life for her to be on full mode attack, and she's talking about what God has done for her. Mm-hmm. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. I gotta back up off her. I gotta come up with another plan. Mm-hmm. That's where he gets us doing. So now life is a breeze right now. Okay, I got through that. It doesn't mean he ain't coming back. Mm-hmm. But once you got through something, don't you know? As, you as, as much as he brewing, again. your strength, you going through, you're getting so much strength. Mm-hmm. Because you face this, face this, face this, and you you come out on victory all the time and then even those moments where sometimes we feel like it wasn't a victory we don't understand why it didn't work out our way that's because god has a plan Mm -hmm. and all things good and bad work together Mm -hmm. for your good it didn't say okay well if you got too much bad it's going to end up bad it said good and bad for good there is no i win at the end Mm -hmm. The good is in the end. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Check me. Because sometimes you just have to say it to remind yourself, too, to get back in that faith mm-hmm. and believe again. Why? I I can't. I cannot be doubting somebody who showed me time after time after time that he will always come through. Mm-hmm. If I don't know what loyalty is, <laughs> you know, if I don't know what love is, if, if ain't nobody else on this earth ever showed me anything, I know where I got it from. I know where it did come from. So, all in all, you know, and, and that just kind of goes with, like, it, it, that goes into something deeper. It goes into something, um, you know, but, yeah. <laughs> like, you could go so, you know, so far with that on even how, like, you're able to forgive people, you know, mm-hmm. for those who Ooh. do wrong Girl. in your life. Now, I see the connection, but I will be the first one to tell you forgiveness is, I tell people all the time that uh, patience and mm-hmm. and forgiveness are not really my strong suits, that, especially the patience one. Um, and I feel like patience is a huge part of forgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, patience is not a virtue that I possess, okay? And... Um, <laughs> Forgiveness. They go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. And forgiveness is forgiveness is um I don't have a problem forgiving. Um because I I will give you a hundred and one chances um and then give you two hundred and one more before I get to really get to that point. And so I really typically feel like, all right, well, I mean you didn't you didn't use all your chances. Like I didn't did everything I could do. And so but what I realize is that I'm not forgiving. I'm just forgetting that person. Um, and so my job is to figure out how forgiveness works for me. Because it's so easy for me to cut somebody off once I've gotten to that point, I have to figure out a different way of forgiving um, that it doesn't... Well, don't get me wrong, because some people deserve to be cut off. Like I can, but I can forgive yeah. you and still cut off. I just don't do the forgiving. I just do the cut off, and so the uh-huh. it's the forgiving that I'm still trying to figure out. So, girl, listen, yeah, we we, we only gonna go through 
through, you know, one uh, sermon today. But that's a whole okay. nother sermon that we could absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's a whole nother one. That's yeah. what I said. No, that's too deep. That's look, too deep. <laughs> look, not too deep because it is absolutely a conversation that needs to be had. And it, it I does. would love it to have. Does. But we going to have it another day. Maybe when my heart is a little bit more ready, but I feel like this is this is a sign, right? We talked about this. Like, this is a sign that we're going to have to revisit, and it just means you have to Absolutely. come back on the podcast. That's period. Yes. So, I love that. But, so, okay, we did my uh, high blessing. What is your high blessing for today? You know what? I just pretty much think like everything just that I was saying, you know, just wrapping it all up in one, because there's really no short way of saying it mm-hmm. without saying it all. But um, just everything, just learning how to be patient in life and learning how to just, under, you know, have an understanding even when you don't really understand, but knowing that you're going to come up out of it, whatever you go through, you know, and just knowing that you have the higher victory in everything. So... It, it just kind of sums it up for me. Yeah, I love that I have the higher victory. Yes, ma'am. I surely yeah. do. And we look, we sharing it. <laughs> yeah. Look, oh, for real. All, all my highness queens out there, or whoever's listening out there, uh, you also share the highest victory, okay? So okay. just remind yourself of that when you are not feeling it. And you know, really, what got me in, in, in a space to be able to be grateful even in the midst of darkness is by making it a routine. Like, so I set up an alarm and I still, my alarm goes off every day, every night at Mm -hmm. 9 PM, I get an alarm that says, what are you grateful for today? And I have to at least list off one thing that I'm grateful for. And I'm, if I'm around people, I ask them the same great question and I'll explain what I do or whatever and say, okay, now what are you grateful for? Doing that repetitively every day has made it so much easier to recall those things. Because I'll be honest, when I was when I first started this, I would be sitting there like, "All right, you ain't moving." Like you know, your mom, you ain't moving until you eat them uh the them vegetables. You ain't going to bed until you eat them vegetables. That was me. (laughs) You ain't moving from this spot. You can't watch TV. You can't smoke. You can't do nothing until you name one thing you're grateful for. And I can't keep repeating the same thing. So I can't say I'm grateful for life one day and then say I'm grateful for life the next day. Like you got to find something different. And so getting into that practice, it's so much easier now for me to Uh like name off sometimes the most obscure things that I'm grateful for. And so I say that all to say anybody who's listening out there, if you're having a hard time figuring out what you're grateful for, you're not alone. I, it does not make you a bad person. Does not make you ungrateful. It just makes you out of practice. And so practice. You have to practice. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be on your zoom. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So no, everything, all of that works just the same. Though. Yes, 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 yes. So now I feel so good. I feel so good and 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 refreshed and yeah. abundantly uh, joyful uh, uh-huh. and and excited about this conversation. But also, you got me excited about my future. Like it's just you know you do. This. I'm feeling the spirit. There you go. Yes, yes. yes. I'm feeling the spirit, my friend. Yes. Um. So now. What, that we're both sufficiently high. 
Uh, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know about sufficiently because I'm about to smoke some more. So I guess that's you know we're both high. Um, yes. What are you smoking? Um, this is called banana ice. Oh, that um, sounds tasty. Yes, it was breakfast. It was definitely breakfast for me. <laughs> and, um, I'm smoking it out of the Blazy Susan Rose wraps. So this was like actually my first time smoking out of a um, rose wrap by Blazy Susan, but I seen it was like trending or whatever. But I've always wanted the rose blunt thing anyway, like before this store trending. So I was just like, yeah, I'll try it today. But um, it was good. It was smooth. It's just a pink wrap, if you ask me though. <laughs> like it was smooth, a smooth pull. I wasn't, you know, I don't cough a lot. <laughs> a lot. I don't know what people say because a lot of people say like if you don't cough, you're not getting high. Me, I just not. Okay. Just See, and I'm just like, no, I don't. I could pull softly without. I don't have to, you know, pull so hard where it makes me cough. I don't want that. I just want a calm smoke session. <laughs> That's it. I don't have to be now coughing. Of course, like if it's too much smoke in a smaller area. But usually, I'm in my bedroom, and my bedroom is pretty. It's, you know, I got a lot of fans and stuff going. So it's not gonna clog up my lungs. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna be coughing when. I'm See, but I'm definitely gonna be hot. <laughs> I'm, gonna be- I'm the exact opposite. I cough a lot. Like I actually put a disclaimer. Like whenever I know my listeners are probably sick of hearing it because I have to tell every person uh, that I talk with, like, don't be scared. I will breathe again eventually. Like, okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so I'm the exact opposite. But I also like it is so funny you say that because I grew up hearing that like. If you cough more, you're going to get higher because it's going deeper deeper down into your lungs. And every yeah. time I tell somebody that, they're like, girl, you believe that mess? So nobody else has heard this thing. And now all of a sudden, here you yeah. come and you're like, girl, yes, you're not crazy. Yeah, People are right. saying they this. definitely say that. Yes. Um, but I definitely think is that too. It's because you're getting a bigger hit out of it. You know, now the end of it, we both going to be just as high. You're just going to get there quicker than me. <laughs> You know? Look, my lungs. But listen, uh, long as they getting... They're so, they're so, my poor little baby lungs. I know they're so sick of me and they wish that I enjoyed edibles more, but I don't. Oh, uh, me either. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> banana. Like candy for real. What? One, okay, just like, I know one form of it is candy. I don't really like candy. Oh, I love candy. Like, I like, like, a, a, I like pastries and stuff like mm. that, but candy, I can't. Uh, I love candy, but I'm not a huge chocolate person. Oh, see, I love chocolate. Mm-hmm. Girl, you was missing out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll probably eat chocolate, no lie, like, maybe once a quarter. Maybe. Oh, I love some chocolate. Yeah. Reese's. And, and I really awesome. hate chocolate and peanut butter. Oh, I love peanut butter. I love peanut butter. Like, I was, I routinely just go get a big old spoon of peanut butter and eat it. So I yeah, love peanut me. butter. That's me. But that's me. not peanut butter and chocolate. Mm, I love them both. Yeah. Now I do love peanut butter over chocolate though. Like mm-hmm. in those comparisons, I like peanut butter more. Yeah. But I love both. Oh. So um, do you know if banana ice is like uh, indica, sativa, hybrid? Ooh, don't give me the line. Look. <laughs> Based off She said high... it's weed. <laughs> You know, don't give me a line, though, but 
based off my high, I probably will say maybe like a sativa mm-hmm. um, based off of it. Because like I said, I don't like a lot of stuff that's like body high where I feel like, uh, I like stuff that's like, okay, I'm still motivated to do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because one, I'm trying to get in that conscious mind, mm-hmm. <laughs> frame of mind, you know, you just, I don't know, that matrix, I love that part. Mm-hmm. But it gets me higher. And like I said, and then I'm just kind of able to like, figure some shit out (laughs) like sometimes i'll be looking and like all my answers are come when i'm i I don't Mm -hmm. know i work like that that's how i operate unlocking the secret doors Mm -hmm. you're unlocking the secret doors in your brain that's what's happening listen because i I just be like you know what (laughs) like a lot of the like recent things that i just been kind of tapping into as far as like investments and you know um you having your own business and things like that and how we really get the business credit and you know really how to excel in that part of life i've been doing a lot of research and implementing it well on my research journey and it's just like you know what i've been able to figure out a lot of things that i've been kind of questioning like in my just trying to figure it out type of mindset but if I smoke and I'm like, okay, look at the information, you know, like look at what you figure it out. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Like now I feel like, okay, got this now. Yeah, we got it, this on lock. It's a decision making aid for sure. It is for sure. So, um, I am smoking cheetah piss. And okay. yeah, it's one of my favorite hybrids because I believe it's more sativa leaning. Um, but don't quote me on that. I do know that it is a hybrid, but um, even as a hybrid, it gives me a really good amount of focus um, without zoning in hard. Like sometimes, like my favorite sativa uh, to smoke for work is Tropicana cookies because I zone in like a fucking crazy person. And okay. yeah, and, and I know Yeah, and like when I got a project or like you said, when I need to unlock some, you know, secret doors in my brain and it has to do uh-huh. with work or like getting my business up and running, um, that's why I go to. But Cheetah Piss will get me working without having me locked in. Like, I can still be aware of the other things going on in the world. Like, Mm -hmm. Tropicana Cookies, you could probably set a bomb off on this bitch, and I'd be like, uh, I'm working. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, and it's from um, local, well, Kaliva. Their offshoot is called The Deli, so it's like one of my favorite spots here in San Jose. And uh, their brand is called Cruisers. It's pretty good. It it is not, I'm gonna say, it's not the best cheetah piss I've ever had, but uh, it still does the job, and it was a lot cheaper. And so I'm fine with that. Some days I have my bougie days when I have money, and I'm like, let's get the top shelf. Did not have that this week, <laughs> <laughs> but we can still get the job done. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. can still get the job done. So yeah, they got, to, you know what. It was a strand down there um, that they had at the cookie store, and it was called, like, King Louie. And mm-hmm. when I say it was probably, like, the cheapest seven grams you would get up in there, but that, oh, my God. I was like, okay, this shit, <laughs> this shit is good. Yeah. Like, because it, it was really, really good for its price, too. Like, I got a seven 
We're gonna blame you. No, okay, well, no, don't do it. But I'm just saying, <laughs> it's, it's good, it's really good. I can, I am again, I have my bougie days. Um, when I didn't like come into some surprise money or something, or I'm like, let's go buy weed. Um, <laughs> but for the most part, I love good weed that's at a reasonable price. Like yeah. I don't have to get top shelf all the time to get high. Uh, it it I I uh, it don't take much. And then I also am smoking all that. day. So if I come down, I just smoke again. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, one of my favorite brands out here, Coastal Sun, they have really really good weed for really really good prices. And so they have all of my business. <laughs> it's it's just so ridiculous. Not um, for real. But I feel like this has been such an uplifting and motivational and just beautiful beginning to this conversation. Yeah. So I want to light up to that and light up to our uh, affirmations, our high blessings, our manifestations, all the positivity in the room. We're not really in the room, but, you know, in the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. um, and again, don't be surprised if I start to die. I will be okay. My, I was, uh, I went to the beach yesterday. Well, not really, but, um, and I was smoking, uh, my pen in the car and vape pens really make me cough. I don't know what the difference uh, now is. Now that, yeah. Yeah. I, I, now that, yeah, I can't, I, I can't do the vape pens. Oh, I yeah. tried. I just had one and I literally only had like a 0.5. Only half gram. Um, I, it's still going to this day. Girl. And that was the beginning of June. And I think that should have been gone. <laughs> like I like, love my pen. I end up giving it I end up giving it to my sister because I can't I can't do it. It kinda gives me a little headache. I don't know why. Because I, I, I if I cough too hard I end up with a headache. <laughs> <laughs> so if I hit it too hard, then I end up with a headache. So I definitely understand that. But because I would like to be high most of the time, I have my pen with me everywhere. And so I could smoke yeah. my pen without like the smell or anything. So that's why I wanted it. Because yeah. I was like, I could just pull it out and, and right. you know, be about my business. Like right. now I got to roll up. And... Right. See, no, I don't want to do all that. One, I can't roll. And two, I don't, I don't want to do all that. And then you got to deal with people who don't like the smell, which it's not that I care you smell it. It's just more be, me being courteous. And so mm -hmm. I have no, and I smoke a lot at work. Like, so when we were in the office, like, I, of course, I don't want to be walking around work smelling like weed. Although there was one girl who refused to not smoke actual weed on campus and still had her job. I never understood it. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so I was, I was in the car and I was coughing and my, my co old coworker in the back, she's like, oh, um, is your lung still in your chest? I just, I'm just curious. Cause it sounded like you coughed it up. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, you're cute. You're cute. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so yeah, let's smoke. Um, so let's get into this blunt talk. Cause again, we are sufficiently high. I definitely have cotton mouth. I know that for sure. Look, uh, let me take a sip of my, co my coffee here because 
My okay. my tongue is feeling kind of thick. It's weird. I don't like it. Guess that's what comes with this life. Right, you know, there's sacrifices we make to be high. And one of them is money. The biggest one is money. And the second one is cotton mouth. No, for real. So, um, in case you guys haven't been able to tell, I am talking to a business coach, entrepreneur, marketing maven, all of the things. She wears all of the hats and does all of the things. And, um... I really found uh, or felt uh, camaraderie or like understanding when I was going through when I before I even contacted you um, and I was going through your stuff and I could really tell that your passion is to help other others build their passion yeah. and that is exactly me that is like I tell people that all the time like my goal is to help you get to your goal and 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 it's just like that's what i enjoy i get so much enjoyment from helping others find their gift and build their gift it is i want to say it's like a thousand percent selfish because i truly do get like a feeling of complete satisfaction of like look at that person being happy and doing that shit like i had a part in that so if you want to call that selfish feel free i have no problem with it yes so when i when i and like that was just the vibe that i really got from your page and so i was like i gotta have her on because she smokes weed and we have such a similar mission in life um And because I think there's so many people out there who are just either one afraid of starting, which is a hundred percent valid. Don't like, I'm not talking shit. I am still to this day, a hundred percent afraid, a thousand percent afraid of 90% of what I do. Um, Uh (laughs) Or they just don't have the resources and they don't have Uh the information, especially for black women. I feel like we are not given the tools. We're not given fucking anything, like, to be, like, one million. We're not given... We have to fight for everything, and because we have to fight for everything, sometimes the things that we truly are passionate about fall by the wayside. And so... absolutely. Those are the the highness queens we're talking to today. Well, we're talking to everybody, but, you know. (laughs) We're talking to the budding entrepreneurs, to the side hustlers, the work from homers who are building their legacy for whatever reason, whether that's kids, you know, you want to go traveling or you want to just have a big ass fucking house with hella car, like whatever your your, your reasoning is, that's, this conversation is for you today. And we're going to do it high because I feel like you should do most things high. <laughs> it's just, you know. And you should. Yes, it's just my personal belief. You don't, you don't have to believe it, but you know, it's fun over here if you want to believe it, so. Listen. Yeah. Um. I. Mhm, mhm, mhm. So first, let's let's get the the informations. You know, um, like uh-huh. I said, I my first thing is always the Googles. So, tell us about your business, how you got started, how long you've been um, an entrepreneur, a side hustler, a dream builder, um, and yeah. what got you here to today. Okay. So, uh, basically, one, let me just say, I thank you for just saying everything you just said because you didn't ask me what I do before. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you were able to figure that out by my page. Mm-hmm. And 
you're right on it. Like, it was like, girl, how, did I talk to you before? Like, how, you, know, <laughs> you, know, you was all up in my business. <laughs> like, and I was like, damn, like, this this must really be my uh, twin flame yes, here now. Yes. For real, like, from here in the heart, honestly. Sorry. It's okay, it's okay. The camera like, dropped. Because that is exactly my mission. That is exactly, I like, and I've had that same feeling. Like, well, call me selfish because I want to see somebody do good. And I had something to do with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, God used me mm-hmm. as a vessel to work with them for him. Like, what? Oh. It's so beautiful. It's it's just such a beautiful journey to watch somebody else uh, working to achieve their goals and achieving their goals. Like the the process is dirty. The process is dirty. It's confusing. It's a whole hot mess. It's frustrating, but it is a beautiful, frustrating hot mess. And that end result is worth all of it. And seeing somebody get to that end result, like, whoo. Man, listen, it's, and it's, the crazy thing is, it's always something else to do, mm-hmm. you know, it's always another level to get to as well, you know, so we just all in the same journey, you know what I'm saying, and it's, what's crazy is, it's just, our stories may be different, but like I said, the ending, the victory is all ours, but um, the crazy thing about it, like, so my first, my first, first ever um, entrepreneurial risk-taking thing. Um, I started a dance team um, in St. Louis, Missouri. It was called the Royal Rumblers Dance Team. Um, I had a good turnout. I had I had never, I was known as a good dancer, you know, as a kid, went to all the block parties and stuff like that, you know. They knew but me. <laughs> I, I was not a professional dancer, and I was coaching, and I was literally figuring out a lot of stuff on my journey in it, like, um, you know, the more popular things be like majorette dancing. Well, in St. Louis, we're Midwest. So a lot of, I mean, majorette started in the South. So there's not a lot of people that were teaching that, but we were just kind of like going into the field, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I was more like hip hop and, you know, add like a little graceful type of dancer. Like I said, I'm not professional, but I started with that and it was amazing. I had, um, literally had did a year of that but I was still working um full time as well when I was doing that so I by the second year I kind of just let it kind of leave and then I went off into um child care and I opened up a child care center and it was home-based um but then I had got like a commercial um a commercial building but the commercial building did not live up to the code to make it a commercial daycare. So I was still home base, but I had this building, you know, and it was all fixed up, which it, it, it looked like a resource center. So I quickly just kind of, you know, turned it into a free resource center. It was on the south side of St. Louis off Grand and Itasca or whatever. But um, then I, I made a summer camp out of it as well and I was like you know what bring the kids to this summer camp you know mm-hmm. and I figured out all the resources and stuff like within your local cities and in the you know in the city hall like literally all you have to do is like look for it mm-hmm. like use this internet we have mm-hmm. use these computers these phones these tablets 
get the get on Google and look up some stuff. Mm-hmm. You gonna find it. You ain't gotta be present all the time. Like sometimes it's like, well, I don't got the time to do it. When you scrolling on Facebook, you could be scrolling on Google. Right. Okay. Stop. And- like you have to reprioritize mm-hmm. your time. So now when I'm on social media, guess what? I'm marketing. I'm 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 selling listen. Because this business has to be successful. Mm-hmm. It has to thrive. It will grow. There's, I'm not taking no for an answer. So, like I said, I went into child care, and I was, uh, I did two years where I did that home-based child care with no other job. That was literally my source of income. And a lot of people were saying, well, you know, you don't make that much, but by me finding resources and I was able to make that home-based child care center at least, I, I grossed at least $5,000 a month, mm. along with the other transportation. You really got to get into what you're doing mm-hmm. to know where you can go with it. Like, And then I, um, before I left St. Louis, I had a feeling, I was just like, you know what? I like this. Thank you, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, thank you, but... Okay, it's time to move again. It's time to take another level again. And I was like, I didn't feel I would be able to go where I needed to go in St. Louis, Missouri. I didn't. Um, I felt like I needed to network with some new people. I needed to learn some new resources, you know. And I was just like, you know what? I need a bigger territory. I don't know, God, enlarge my territory. I don't know. Tell me what to do. You know, I'm feeling this way. And it's like me, it's kind of like where I'm like uh, challenging myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just challenging myself to do something bigger, do something more. And it's like, okay, came down to Texas. Uh, I wanted to go straight back into the daycare thing, but it was a little different. I, I didn't know nobody here. Mm-hmm. I knew no one, you know. And it's kind of hard when you move somewhere and you telling somebody to trust them with your kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? With their right. kids. So I'm like, Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to figure it down here. I'm gonna have to be here a little longer so I can't go straight into it. So I went back to work, and I was a um, customer service. I did customer service for Chewy, you know. And I was making. I went. I wanted to go home, but I was also pregnant with my last daughter as well. So it was getting a little hard. I don't know what it is about having a baby in your thirties, but. It was different when I was 18 and I had my first child. You know, when I was 18, I felt like I took them pregnancies like a champ. At 30, I felt like, girl, you ain't did this before. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. Like, you my body going to so tell was, me I'm older. <laughs> I'm going to show like, you. Okay, I was just going through it. My emotions was everywhere. I'm crying every time I'm in the hospital. Like, what is going They're like, you okay? Yeah, I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, but thank you God for getting me through and then it was a little tougher that time too but I saw I'm in a new state I'm I'm got another baby now and I don't know where I'm at you know I have the few family members that I heard that I do know you know what I'm saying but it's just different and then I I went through something um as well in St. Louis Missouri where I lost four family members oh, in one sorry. day so I needed something else. I needed to smell another breath of fresh mm-hmm. air or something because mm-hmm. I went through something. And I just, like I said, I started getting that feeling like I, I'm not going to be able to do what I really want to do here. But 
I'm still going to help those here. I just got to get out there and get the information too, so that I can, I can help make my city something better than mm-hmm. what it's claimed to be. Because, you know, a lot of people, when they speak about St. Louis, Missouri, it's not in the best light either. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't get, you know, we get this raunchy type of city and it's rough there. It is, but there's so much potential there too. And I see it. And it's like, we just haven't got the right. We don't know the right, you know, mm-hmm. and then some people may have this, but it's like, it's so much there. And I guarantee that city will thrive. But so one of us going to have to get out there and get it and give it back to them, you know, because mm-hmm. what is it like for me to figure out something in life to make it easier and not tell my people? Right, not you know, that not, not, not let those who want this, you know, the code want the way out. Why wouldn't I give it to them? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I show you how to do it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like going off into that. I came down here. I was working. I'm like, okay, I'm a hustler. <laughs> I don't care. If I got to go back and work a nine to five, because mm-hmm. funds are getting low, I will. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. And somebody, you know, so, and I did get my medical assistant uh, certificate. I didn't do the whole associate program or whatever, but I did get my diploma in medical assistant just to have something that's like, yeah, you know, in some type of career field. And, um, and you would think they would pay us, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but no, you know, and it was like, dang, y'all, y'all don't really care to y'all <laughs> be having us in life and just want to give us a little bit of chunk of change. Like, that's not fair. And I'm up here thinking about how I could be a good person with customer services and got all this stuff on my mind about what's going on at home, you know? Mm-hmm. So now I don't feel valued. Mm-hmm. I don't feel valued anymore as an employee. You know, so now it's not the fight that I could be the best person I could be here. It's like, but y'all don't pay me what I feel like I'm worth. (laughs) Um, And that's okay. You know, if you ain't got it, you ain't got it. I got to figure out something else. You know, I have to go walk where I need to walk. I need to be where I need to be. So that's why I need to be somewhere where I can set the price. Right. For myself, I can tell people how much I'm worth, and they get to choose whether or not they want to pay it. They have that option, and I have my option. Right. So therefore, um, you 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 start your own business, whatever that business is. It could be if it's you branded as a person, <laughs> like whatever that business is. Act in it. I don't care if you go LLC your name. Mm-hmm. So therefore, anytime you step out your home to offer any services for an amount of money, you're considered a business. I don't care what it is. And that's just it. And so therefore, anything that you do in life is a tax write-off as well when you're doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just tell people like how to how to handle yourself, how to know what you're doing and how you you know, just have the paperwork line aligned with it as well when you're when you're doing what you need to do to level because it's I'm trying to say it, y'all, but I'm yeah, but I'm just saying <laughs> this is the system they use, okay? And sometimes, like I say, I'm, I'm willing to go look for the information and figure it out for us so I can give it back to us, so we can get up, we can level up. Let's go. 
Like right. it's time. It's our time now. Right. Come on, let's let's do this. It's we we have to figure out what our moms and dads didn't figure out. Okay, what their moms and dads didn't know. So, and that's also another thing. You know, what I'm saying since it comes like that in generations that you have to pass down your knowledge if you know. If you do not, it won't be something that constant. You won't be setting up because every generation is supposed to get better. Right. So. Let's put in the time to make sure that our kids and our grandkids and their kids are set up. You know, let's do, let's create the generational wealth. Mm-hmm. We can do it. We don't even if you're born into poverty. Right. Knowledge will get you far. Because if you know something, now all you got to tell yourself is to do it. Right. But when you know better, you do better. Right. So knowledge. Knowledge will get you far and asking for help. I think those are the like the main yeah. two things. Like and I don't mean asking for like you gotta do some shit on your own. Like, okay. Yeah. You yeah. you still there's still work for you to do, but you have to know when to ask for help. And mm-hmm. that's I think maybe it's that's a part of knowledge is knowing when to ask for help. Yeah. Because exactly. those those two things I think are the biggest factors in being successful at whatever it is you want to do. Make sure you got the knowledge and make sure that you're talking to other people who have more knowledge than you do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, and keep always teach yourself something, always look for, you know, research, even, you know, when someone tell you something and then research what they say, you know, I'm just saying like always because information is just, it's information and you can get information from anywhere. You want to make sure you're using reliable sources, but then you want your reliable sources to make sure they're correct too, you know? Um, but all in all, girl, I'm her. <laughs> I love that. But you know, to sum it up, to sum it up, I am high. <laughs> Highly favored. That's what it is. I'm telling you. Um, so we didn't really. Well, you know, I said you're a business coach and all that, but like, let's give a uh-huh. like a real rundown of your business real quick, so that the people's know. Yeah. You know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, um, so I told y'all all my past endeavors and what I do, what I did in the past, and I even had a trucking company that I went into. But all in all, I figured out like I don't actually want to run that physical business because I don't have a passion in that. So by figuring out that my passion was just to help other people become successful, what I do, I decided to go into business coaching. And I was like, I can tell them how to start the business, how to make sure your paperwork is in line with federal and state laws, how to um, show, like how to legally show proof of your business itself you know because a lot of us we go into and we you know we get the EIN and we get the LLC and we just go right into but there's also a lot of other paperwork you should have before you start doing things because all in all in tax when it comes to taxes that's where it get a little sticky and a lot of us get scared and the more money they say the more problems but it does not have to be that way so along with me being a tax professional um, I'm a business coach I help literally people start their business from their idea until they're funded and running 
So whatever they desire that business to be, um, I do the research in that field of what, you know, just what a good, what your a successful business in that industry would be. And we, I create business plans. Um, we help, like I said, we help with the business funding as well. We also have a branch off in where we're newly about to add services for credit repair for personal. But we also help build the business credit as well. So we doing all that. Maybe we got <laughs> and, um, businesses going on. Yeah, yes. we got we got we got some services. Y'all could definitely be tapping into, <laughs> and it doesn't and it doesn't limit anyone. When I say business, like I said, period. I don't care what industry that is. Even content creators, even artists, rappers, singers, models, whatever you decide that you want to do, it's a business entity. You want to separate business from personal you want to draw that line and i mean thick chalk with it because it's just so much more that come behind it but you want to make sure that like i said your paper and your legal paperwork is what does that for you that's what draws that line that's what when when anything comes down to anything you're separate from that entity okay so we can handle business in two different areas personal and business and that's just how it is but I'm just, I'm ready to start, um, you know, like really, really branching off into it more. Um, a lot of people I've, you know, that's come to me clients, they're more inner city uh, from St. Louis particular because that's where I'm from. So a lot of people know me, but I'm really wanting to get uh, deeper into it. And what we have coming in um, September of this year, honestly, um, will be a grant that we're starting and I'll have an application process and everything for people to come for, for small business that either want to start up or already in business. Um, so we are going to do a grant and more details about it will be coming. So I could get that over to you, you know, Definitely. for, um, for I people, love you know, just, a, yeah, absolutely. And, um, it's going to be open to the public, you know, all over and everything, but there will be a process. Like I said, I'll go into details about it and get it to you. Um, but my website is uh, bmellc1.com, so it'll be a lot of information on there that you can get. But yeah, we 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 is off into some things, okay? Yeah, that and, all sounds so amazing. Like especially the grant because it takes money to make money. Like regardless what if anybody mm-hmm. what anybody says, and so even the smallest mm-hmm. amount of donation uh a grant whatever funding any type of that is so helpful to any starting business uh-huh. so i think that's just so amazing so yes definitely send me that information um once you get it up and running because i would love to post that and make sure that you know whoever would be applicable to it or interested uh-huh. has the opportunity to uh have that information I, I love that. And I, I didn't even know you was doing all these things. And so it's just so yeah. amazing. That's, you got to ask the questions, people. You got to ask yeah. people what they do and how they could possibly help you. Now, again, you got to be very tactical in the way that you ask, how can you help me? Because you don't want to just you yeah. know, be sound crazy. But, <laughs> but you know, asking somebody what they do, what their interests are, you know, what did, anything like that could be the key but oh i didn't know you did that i'm looking for somebody who does that or i have a friend who's looking for somebody who does that and you know that just made an instant connection right there so um don't again don't be afraid to ask for help don't be afraid or actually go ahead and be afraid 
because it is terrifying. I, I, I do so many things scared. I okay. do most things scared because most. I am a worrier. Okay. My natural state is either sleep or worry. Okay. So if I let that worry control me and control whether or not I ask for help, I will never get to where I'm trying to go. And I tell myself that constantly, constantly, because otherwise I will lay in bed and do nothing. <laughs> like to oh. just like bottom line it, if I don't do it scared, I'm not doing it at all. And so you got to do wait, it scared. Wait, uh, yeah. Wait, so when did the Lion King say a cool of my Right. <laughs> Right. It means no worries. Okay. Yes. Just do it. Just do it. Nike said it. Just do it. Do it, Eric. Yes. <laughs> so go on ahead, be scared. Go on ahead to be feel all the feelings you're feeling and do it anyways. Yeah. Um, so you are at a point now where you have um been able to quit your nine to five, right? That's a blessing. Girl, that is... that's, that's the thing though. Hold on. I like that you said it though, but they had to fire me for oh, me to leave. That's okay. This this second time around, yeah. Um, I believe if they didn't fire me, I'd probably still be there. Sometimes we do get in our, you know, and we forget the plan. We forget the what we're doing. You know what we're supposed to be doing. And I was at an urgent care. Oh, uh, I was a medical assistant at an urgent care. Um, they paid a little bit more, like I said, um, down here in Texas than they did in Missouri. But there was also um, more job duties that came with that, too. And I was just like, <sighs> like, I feel like they was getting over. But, you know, shout out to them, though, because they held me down for six months, though. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to, I ain't going to, you know what I'm saying? But I was, I was about to, I knew for sure that, okay, because I already did the tax professional thing I was doing that but I was only doing it in season and my request to God was that God make this uh all year round business I don't need to just be doing this four months out of my life at the beginning and then I'm you know trying to pick up the pieces towards the end of the year no God I need you to make this business all year round business I need off season plans I need to know what services I can offer outside of you know tax returns because we know after April it gets slower, you mm -hmm. know, through the season. Everybody's trying to get it in before the tax deadline. So I told God, I, I need to, <laughs> I need to figure it out. What am I supposed to be doing? How do I get to the next level? And that's when I, I'm like, you know what? You know so much about businesses and the paperwork behind it and how to do what you need to do. Why is you playing? Like, mm -hmm. get go ahead and do it. But I think God know I'm hard-headed. <laughs> I was still going to be there. And I was still going to be making my check per week, you know, and they were mm -hmm. still going to be doing that. And at that time, them people, they fired me one. I was 20 minutes late, but our clinic didn't open till 9 o'clock. So I got there at 8.40. Clinic don't open till 9, though, okay? We really do all of our duties that we're supposed to do in the morning before we leave at night. So literally, there's not like a whole lot... But I was late, you know, that's their policy. I was late, and um, I was late because I overslept. And I told them, I, I overslept. I'm sorry, I don't know what was wrong with me this morning, but I overslept. And then, of course, you know, they have they little point system or whatever, you know, when life happens, you still get a point, <laughs> you know, it mm -hmm. doesn't matter. 
And um, yeah, so she put my point in and it maxed me out that morning. And I was like, okay, damn, like I could have stayed in bed. (laughs) But I'm telling her, I'm telling them like, I don't know what's wrong with me though. You know, because usually I'll get here. Like I'm not ever just scrolling in here, no 20 minutes late or whatever. But like I said, it slapped me on my wrist that day. And then I had an incident. I was like, well, you know what? We can't be going without no check. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just pick up another, you know, here we go, get a little temp job or something like that. Until I had this position, like I said, tax time come back around. So I started getting the money because when I prepare taxes, I don't get paid up front. I get my refund on the back. So I'm doing it too, but now I got to wait till y'all refunds come back too mm-hmm. to get paid. So I'm not told God about that too. I'd say he has to fix that too. <laughs> but, um, because I can't be just waiting because bills don't wait, right. okay? They want their money, and, and I got to have it for them. So I went into, uh, got a little temp service job, and I went to that job, and I literally fell out on that shift. And I was like, I don't know. I've been noticing something is wrong with me, but I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And my body that night was trying to make me know a little bit more. And I was like, like, well, what's wrong? They, the, the people came out, the paramedics and all that stuff. And they was like, well, your levels, everything is okay. I don't know. You know, do you want to go to the hospital? Me? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to finish working mm-hmm. to go back home. I, like, I have, no, I'm not. And and my body kept, okay, you're going to keep playing. And I had to literally drive myself to the hospital same night. And, yeah, I found out that I was walking around with a blood level of four. And they didn't know how I was even walking around. I was like, what do you mean? They was like, no, literally, you should be like. And I was like, you know, that's probably why my body gave up on me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And um, I'm an anemia. So I, and I knew that I had been eating ice. I'm an ice eater. But I noticed the difference from me having to sit there and get a blood transfusion and then put like three pints in me because I'm dead low on blood. I noticed the difference in my energy, too. But why Why wasn't I aware of my, like, I've been knew something was wrong with me. Why I couldn't go? Because I, I couldn't get another point at work, you know? Mm-hmm. I couldn't, like, I can't just go to the doctor because I don't feel good. I, I need to let them know ahead of time so they can approve my time. And, you know, I can't just, go. and I was like, you know what? I don't want to live like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm okay. I don't, that's not how I want to live. So if I, like, if something comes up in life, and I do know, like, even when you go into your own business, Yes, you do need to be present. You do need to be available. But there was literally the freedom was what I was chasing. Mm-hmm. I, I needed that freedom of knowing that if something happened, I can freely go do what I need to do and come back and I still have a source of income. Right. You know, I, I needed that freedom of knowing that, like, I can't have my job being in jeopardy because I was, you know, I was sick too long or I, my daycare wasn't open because my child, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever the reason may be, I can't risk that. I like, you mean to tell me like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, and then if you get too many in a certain amount of time, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, nah, because like, you can't tell life when to happen either. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying like as an excuse, but shit be happening man and be happen be happening be happening right right behind each other like golly and it was just but it was just funny though but i was like you know shout out to them thank god you know that was maybe that i I knew it had to be god because like i said i've been the last time i clocked in somebody 
part was the second of January. Mm. And since then, I've, I'm like, God, make this full time. And he's like, really made it full time, full year round. And I'm still waking up scared. Mm-hmm. I still wake up with the same fear that I did six months ago. I, I still do. But I know that if I want to feed my family, if I want to, I got to get up and do this too. You know what I'm saying? I got to show up just like I was showing up for work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But now I get to show up for myself. And now I get to tell them how much I need to get paid for my time. You know, and well, I'm telling I'm telling them my worth. And like I said, they can either choose to pay me that or not. Somebody's going to pay it. Mm-hmm. Okay, understand, somebody will buy it. <coughs> And don't don't be scared about how many people doing the same thing you doing mm-hmm. either. It's it's a Walmart, it's a Target, and then there's a Sam's, and then there's a, a Costco. Like everybody getting money though. Right. <laughs> everybody getting to the bag. There's enough so, for you, everybody you gonna, to eat. You gonna be successful too. Mm-hmm. There's a Dunkin' Donuts, there's a Krispy Kreme, and there's Mom and Pop Donuts. Like everybody getting to the bag. Don't. Your, your clients, your customers will come, your clients will come, you know what I'm saying? You you do learn how to find more, how to, you know what I'm saying, grasp them more. That's where your marketing and stuff come in. We do that too. We help with marketing. We, you know what I'm saying? So what you want, you can have. Speak it, ask for the knowledge to get there if you don't know how, and then do it. Like yeah. walk in that purpose, man, for real. Like, yeah. whatever it is, like, I'm telling you, and, you are what you say you are. And I really appreciate you being very transparent about that because sometimes it can be hard to be like, nah, girl, I didn't quit. They fired me. Um, and and that'd be the truth sometimes. Like, I've been fired from jobs. Some that I was like actively trying to get fired from, but but it's easy, especially I think um, in today's world, it's easy to play things off as if everything is roses all the time. And uh-huh. I think that uh, your transparency and saying like, no, nah, I went through some shit to get where uh-huh. I got. Um, I really appreciate that, and I, I appreciate that testimony and, you know, all of that you went. Because, like you said, shit happens. Life happens. Man. And while I understand that people are running a business and you can't, you know, sometimes they, I'm on the opposite end of shit happens. I get where they're okay. coming from. But I just know this is not my purpose. And, like, like you said, your body was, it was getting to the point where your body is like, no, I'm just not going to do it. Like we're just yeah. we're just not gonna do it until you learn to listen that this ain't where you supposed to be at. We just gonna just lay down right here. <laughs> like, okay, did, did you have to show up to me like that? Right. Like, I mean, you could have been a little be like, less dramatic. <laughs> but no, but no, for real. But then it was just like, like I said, that's a testimony in itself because guess what? I get to live another day to still make it, mm-hmm. to still do what I'm trying to do. Like. I could I could have died not ever, you know, getting to my purpose though. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like sometimes you can, yeah. Sometimes you can't. You gonna keep choosing the wrong route or keep, you know what I'm saying? Like 
our body will give us warnings. Our spirit will give everything will let you know when you need to do something. Your body can tell you if something you're doing in your regular routine life wrong, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, I'm more of a person like, I'm not, I'm not taking no medicine. (laughs) Medicine for what? I'm going to smoke this weed. Right. I was going to say this weed is my medicine. This is what's going to get me through. And if it can't do it, then I don't know. We can't get it done because <laughs> what you're not also going to tell me is to take this medicine, but some other shit might fuck up though. Look, huh? sh- and then, like I'd be watching the commercials and you hear the, the side effects and I'm like, why are the side effects 10 times worse what? than what you trying to cur- cure? I'm going to just deal with what I, I'm going to just deal with what I'm doing. Right. Because I'm good. Just, so at that point, it's like, pick your poison. You're good. You're good. I, I, I'm not, no, it's fine. I will, I'd rather deal with what other ailment God unfortunately gave me. But, you know, well, I don't want to say unfortunate, but, you know, we, we don't like it. Uh, I'd rather deal with that than deal with this man-made shit. Like, no, when, no. like, cancer is a side effect for, like, a runny nose, we have a problem. <laughs> no, for real. We have a problem. It's just too. It's just too much. And yeah. like I said, if I can, if I could change up my diet, you know what I'm saying. I'm. I am a work in progress. Okay. I yes, God has blessed me to come this far, but I'm still, I'm still getting some stuff together in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, health wise, it's it's not about the size. It's literally what about how your body is functioning. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to make sure. I don't care because it, it could be a big healthy person. Okay. Mm-hmm. What I need to know is that every organ on inside of this this big body built here works. Right. Okay? Doing what it's supposed to do. You know everything goes. We'll figure it out as they come. But this right here, as long as it's functioning correctly. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God, for health. Yes. Okay. But um. I'm, like I said, I'm still figuring out how to eat the right things or what I should be. It seems like every time you figure out some stuff to not be eating, you start eating some of Then you be like, <laughs> you figure out you can't eat. Right. Like, this is just as um, bad, if not worse. <laughs> now I got to be a gardener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you now know, I got to do all the stuff. Right. But, you know, I think that's also an important part of realizing or becoming an entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur, is making sure that you're feeding the other parts of your life outside of work. Like, you're going to put a lot of fucking work into starting your own business. More work than you've done in probably most other things in your life. But you have to make sure that those other parts of your life, like your mental health, like your physical health, like the food that you're eating. And again, this is, I ain't little. So I'm not, I am not a fan of diet culture at all. So I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that whatever you eat, make sure that it's feeding you mind, body, and soul. And whatever you do, whether that's, you know, physical activities or whatever, make sure that it's feeding you mind, body, and soul. Um, so yeah, I think this has been a bomb ass episode. I've had an amazing time talking to you. And just laughing and kicking, and now we're friends now. So like we have to stay in touch. Um, but I want to say thank you for dropping all the wisdom because I'm telling you, I feel like we you didn't have a whole sermon, okay? Like this has been amazing. Um, so yes, thank you for coming through, dropping your knowledge. Before we get out of here, we always end the show with a random ass question. Um, so I have a list of questions, number four through twenty, 
and uh, pick a number and I'll ask you that question. Seven. Seven is, uh-huh. what is your favorite cheese? My favorite what? Cheese. Oh, American cheese. <laughs> I hate American cheese. Yeah, well, well, cheese. is it? Do you, are you talking about like Kraft, like the com- one that comes in the package, or like the deli American cheese? The Kraft. No, uh, eh. just the thought of <laughs> it makes me want to throw up. I think it's because I was raised off of it. I really don't try like too many different cheeses, but I think I like the sweetness of it. Mm-hmm. That's probably what it is. Ah, uh, um, good. Because I, the more cheeses I take, they're kind of more bitter. Yeah, and I don't like the taste. Yeah, I love American, I mean American, I hate American, uh, cheddar or pepper jack. Okay. And then Sargento got the cheddar pepper jack together mixed in one. Girl. Okay. Girl. That's how I use it for like tacos and stuff. Yes. For a burger or something, give me some crabs. Mm. No, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. But that is so hilarious. I love, uh, I love cheese really just, you know, so, um, yeah, I think we are all wrapped up. Um, again, I appreciate you coming through. Tell the people where they can find you if they want to contact you for business, if they just want to follow you, be a friend, because you're such a friendly soul. Um, where can they find you? Um, on Instagram, Coach underscore Nettie one um, Facebook, Antoinette Williams, or you can look up Coach Nettie as well. Um, and that's C O A C H. N E T T I E. And then uh, website, BME, LLC1.com. Those are pretty much where you can kind of catch me. I also be on the, um, I, I run the BME LLC Instagram page too. So, however, um, business phone line, 877 789 6672. Love it. Contact her, interact with her, pay her. Uh, don't be weird because we don't we don't love that energy, but we do love figuring out how we can build this community together. Um, thank you one more time. I know I keep saying it, but it's just been an amazing conversation. Uh, to my smoking sister, Coach Nettie, um, you guys can, I'll drop all of her uh, handles and everything in the show notes so you can reference that to find her. And you can follow us at Bluntly Black Girls on IG, Bluntly BLK Girls on Twitter, and visit the website at www.bluntlyblackgirls.com. Comment, rate, subscribe. If you have any questions, any very general questions about business, we want to hear them. We want to have this interaction. We are here to help you. That is both of our passions. So please use us as resources. Um, smoke a blunt, drink your water, and fuck what anybody got to say about being a bluntly black girl. And we're out. <laughs>